0: Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of the Fech It Fun Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm Helly and I'm here to talk about all things related to restrictive eating disorders and how to overcome one. So in the last episode I announced that I have just written and about to publish a book about the fact that I now understand restrictive eating disorders to be a very powerful Brain based addiction to the state of energy deficit. So, if you haven't listened to that episode, then hop back over to it and have a listen before you return to this one so that this one then makes a bit more sense, hopefully. In this episode, then, I'm going to introduce you to the concept of what addiction to energy deficit is in a bit more detail, looking at what is energy deficit, what is an addiction to it, and how it presents. So that's kind of what we're going to dig into in this episode and hopefully then it will answer a few of any questions that you might have about what the heck Heli is talking about. Let's talk about energy deficit then. For most people, most of the population, being in a state of energy deficit is very unpleasant. They will get hungry, irritable, shaky and probably quite depressed but people with restrictive eating disorders on the other hand seem to get a calming almost an anxiolytic effect from it it seems to help their anxiety help their stress levels and to people with restrictive eating disorders energy deficit has a similar effect to that experienced by people addicted to other forms of drug So energy deficit is a physiological state in which your body has insufficient energy in terms of the energy coming in and or the stored energy supplies to meet its requirements. So it's really important to understand that energy deficit doesn't just relate to insufficient calories being consumed relative to those being used. It also relates to whether your body has enough fat and lean tissue stores to meet the minimally necessary level that your brain recognises it needs. So this is what we think of as your set point levels. If your body is below this minimum level, if you're below your set point, you will remain in a state of energy deficit Until your body mass is restored and until you are consistently consuming enough to meet your body's ongoing energy demands. And this necessary level for your body composition, as I say, is also known as your set point. And your set point is largely genetically determined and it can't be predicted by a doctor or a BMI chart or anyone or anything other than your body and your brain. And when the drug you are addicted to is actually a physiological state, such as energy deficit, it's much harder to pinpoint which aspects of your life and behaviours relate to it. So that's especially true when you compare eating disorders as a form of addiction to someone who has an addiction to drugs, to gambling or to pornography, where there's a specific drug or behaviour that you can very clearly say, yes, that's what I'm addicted to, that's what I need to stop. And that's also very likely why eating disorders have yet to be widely recognised as a form of addiction, which I believe now almost 110% that they are. So how then does an addiction to energy deficit develop? Well, when you developed an eating disorder, you will have initially engaged in behaviours that put your body into a state of energy deficit. And your brain will have received a high reward response from that physiological state, which might have been reinforced by praise from those around you for some of the weight you might have lost at that point in time. And that reward response that your brain gave you will have generated high feelings of pleasure, almost euphoria possibly. And that in itself drove an urge to repeat the behaviours that created that feeling in the first instance. And then any behaviours that you engaged in to create a deeper energy deficit were rewarded in the same way by your brain using a chemical that I'm sure you've all heard of called dopamine, which then reinforced those behaviours and gave them a highly addictive quality in and of themselves. So in that way, over a very short space of time, those behaviours will have become compulsive and very hard to stop, even as over time, your reward response that you got from those behaviours actually reduced. And when you have a restrictive eating disorder, there are two categories of behaviours that can become addictive or compulsive in and of themselves. So the first category are behaviours that directly lead to energy deficit and maintain or even deepen it. So these are instantly rewarding because they're related to the instant pursuit of the energy deficit state and the energy deficit state is ultimately the drug fix that your brain is seeking to pursue. And the second category of behaviours are those that arise as a result of your being in a semi-starved or energy deficit state. So these are the starvation behaviours that arise because you're in that state of starvation and they then in themselves can become deeply ingrained hard-to-break habits that entwine in the same brain networks, driving the first category of behaviours. So I'm going to go through some of the most common addictive and compulsive behaviours seen in someone with a restrictive eating disorder, just to make this a bit, hopefully, a bit clearer for you. I know it might sound a bit weird, a bit complicated at the moment. Now, it's also important to remember that everybody experiences a different, what I like to think of as a different cocktail of behaviours that make up the eating disorder in their case. So your cocktail of behaviours that you experience and that you have this addictive pull towards will be very different to somebody else with a restrictive eating disorder who might have a different cocktail. But each eating disorder is still very valid and very potent and very powerful. And the cocktail of behaviours that you have can also change over time because eating disorders evolve over time. But the overarching addiction is to the state of energy deficit. And so the reward comes from any behaviours that create that internal state. So, first of all, then we can think about the behaviours that directly create energy deficit. So these behaviours are instantly rewarding to your brain because they are helping to deepen your state of energy deficit. They're helping to maintain your state of energy deficit. They're helping give your brain that fix that it really, 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 really powerfully wants. So these behaviours include things like food restriction in any form. So that might be restricting amounts of foods that you eat. It might be restricting macros, micros avoiding certain food types or only making what you perceive to be healthy choices. It's exercise and movement including lower level movement such as constantly standing, fidgeting, doing housework or keeping busy and as well as of course the more formal types of exercise or the more high impact types of exercise that people engage in. It's purging through vomiting It's using laxatives or diet pills. It's weighing and measuring foods as a way to restrict. It's calorie or other macro counting, again, which you do as a way to restrict, to reassure yourself that you're not eating too much, in inverted commas. Or it's using apps or Fitbit type devices to track your food intake or track your movement or your heart rate or your weight. Or anything else. All these things become addictive and powerfully compulsive. There's also things like chewing and spitting, which becomes very compulsive for some people. It's feeling addicted to the sensation of an empty stomach. And it's also compulsively weighing yourself or body checking. And then there's those behaviours that arise as a result of being in a state of starvation. So when you're in a state of starvation, your brain becomes very food obsessed because your brain is saying, I want to eat, I need to eat. And it's, it just drives you into behaviors that are constantly seeking food. So then those behaviors in themselves can become compulsive and addictive to you. So that's things like visiting the supermarkets or other food stores, even though you don't actually then buy anything it's looking at recipes or obsessing over food in other ways such as scrolling through food porn images on social media. Again that becomes very compulsive for some people. Of course the as I've spoken about before you get a scarcity mindset when you have a restrictive eating disorder and that then creates strong compulsions to restrict on money spending, to restrict on the ways that you use resources in other ways in your life and those also become quite compelling to keep engaging in and it's things like hoarding or collecting items that might be food related or otherwise now the one thing I haven't spoken about on these lists is binge eating because binge eating in someone with a restrictive eating disorder yes it can have addictive properties we're not denying that but I wouldn't consider binge eating in the same category of addictive behaviours that underlie the restrictive eating disorder. And we'll talk about binge eating or what we call hyperphasia, which is extreme hunger type eating in future episodes. So, you know, I don't consider that binge eating is something that you need to address in terms of deliberately abstaining from it in order to overcome the restrictive eating disorder that's something that will address itself when you address all the other behaviours. But as I say, we'll talk about that in future episodes. This episode was really just to help clarify what energy deficit is, what an addiction to energy deficit can look like, and what behaviours and compulsions it can lead to. So I'm hoping that's made a bit more sense for you. And more episodes are going to be out imminently, talking a lot more about the book my book is called addicted to energy deficit so please pre-order it or go out and buy it if it's out now which it might well be by the time you're listening to this and otherwise i will be talking as i say more about what is included in the book in future episodes so stay tuned for those as well and you'll find out much more about me on helibarnes.com You'll find the book available on Amazon and all good other book retailers online. Other than that, I will speak to you all again very, very soon. So go eat, go rest, and most of all, get out of that state of energy deficit that your brain is so addicted to right now. Because you can. I know you can. Thank you for listening to the Feckit Fun Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. Don't forget, eating disorder recovery doesn't have to be boring and doesn't have to be serious. Now go and grab yourself some food and have a fabulous rest of the day.